it sucks having to hide those parts of you. It sucks having to to interpret messages at a young age when you're underdeveloped that you're not enough as you are, that, um, you know, people won't know how to respond in a positive manner to what is so authentically, organically you. And too many of us are living life that way. Whether it's because you're in a job that you don't like and that makes you miserable because it looks good for your family or your culture or your reputation. Most of us are looking for hope, answers to the madness, certainty that we'll be okay, and someone safe to help guide us through the most challenging parts of our lives. In a world that's changing and evolving every single day where chaos, uncertainty, and cycles we never chose wreak havoc on our lives, it's easy to feel lost, hopeless, and scared of what the future will hold. Evolve Ventures is here to provide that hope, direction, and data-driven strategies to growth-minded human beings just like you every Monday and Thursdays, where each new episode is filled with vulnerable stories, interesting lessons, and simple tools you can use that will help you evolve into the person you were always meant to be. My name is Amelia. And I'm Bianca. And as the co-founders of Evolve Ventures, we are so grateful to be a part of your evolution. Let's get into it. Hey, everybody. It's Bianca. And this is Amelia. Welcome to another episode of Evolve Ventures, where we are helping growth-minded humans evolve by breaking one limiting belief at a time. We hope you enjoyed the last episode, number 197, Motivation Monday, the truth about healing. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> For today, number 198, whose life are you living? So for everyone who celebrates it, happy pride. Whoop, whoop. Whoop. All my <laughs> LGBTQ family out there, you are seen, you are loved. This one is for you. And well, this was inspired by all of you, but this episode really resonates and will resonate with anybody and everybody who at one point in their life felt like they weren't living life based on what they wanted, but on what the beliefs, ideas, and conceptions of other people are. So I, I wanted to do this one because of pride. And I'm I want to talk about my personal story, just to get us started a little bit, just to set the context a little. So for anyone who has been following the show and for just anybody who knows me, you'll know that I came out to my family, was it three years ago? Oh my yeah. God, it was it that long ago? Jesus. Yeah, 2020. It was in 2020. So right it was when, when the, the pandemic, it was right when quarantine and the pandemic happened. And I did not come out to my family because I wanted to. I came out because I was forced to. Um, My parents had found out about the person that I was dating at the time, and it led to life at home basically just being so bad that I had to tell them what was really going on, and then I ended up having to leave um, because of how bad it had gotten. So I... I love my family more than anything. And for anyone listening to this who probably has the same feeling, 
you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. I love my family and they have some really misguided beliefs about the way that the world is supposed to be, about the way that people are supposed to live their lives, about what it means to be a man, what it means to be a woman, so on and so forth. And my family growing up all throughout my life basically said, and this was my entire family, right? Middle Eastern culture basically said, if you are gay, you are disgusting. You're going to die and go to hell and you're going to be a miserable life and nobody will ever love you. Basically the story I was told. For a lot of us, it was, you have to be doctor, lawyer, engineer, failure. For a lot of us, it was, you have to look a certain way. That's what, that's what one of the ones was for me. You have to look a certain way. Or you have to act a certain way. Or you have to be a certain way. Or whatever. We all had these narratives about the person that we are supposed to be. And for me, I was supposed to be a reserved well-dressed, beautiful, straight, educated Middle Eastern woman who married a Middle Eastern man and we had babies together and whatever. That was the narrative. That was the story. That was the life that my parents and my culture and my family wanted for me. And for anyone who knows me, you know that I have been fighting against that narrative (laughs) literally my entire life. I was always the problem child. I was always the rebellious one. I was the wild child. My parents' nickname for me was literally monkey mm-hmm. because I was I was a free spirit. I'll leave it that way. <laughs> I, was, I was a free spirit. And that kind of got like conditioned out of me. And I wasn't living life based on what I truly wanted and what I really saw for myself, but it was more so I am living the life that is expected of me. Hmm. And too many of us are living life that way. Whether it's because you're in a job that you don't like and that makes you miserable because it looks good for your family or your culture or your reputation or you're in like thousands of dollars of debt Hmm. because you're driving a car you can't afford putting it on credit card because of how you look driving it or you're in a relationship that makes you unhappy or whatever. Every single one of us at one point in life has done something or acted in a certain way or went down a path that we didn't choose, but it was because other people wanted us to do that. And what I really want to talk about in this episode is how do you start breaking out of that? How do you stop living life based on the story that other people hold for you? And how do you take back your control and take back your power in that? I am not an expert on this by any means. I'm still learning how to do this. But me living the life that I chose, having friends like Amelia and Alan and Kevin who, you know, helped me, helped me break those stories and helped me to start living life on my terms, the life that was meant for me, it completely changed my life. And so that's what we're going to be diving into today a little bit. <laughs> be beautifully said such a strong start 
And I really think that everyone who's listening can feel it. They can feel those bubbly thoughts and Mm. emotions coming up because I know that there's so many people out there that do feel as though they've lived a life for someone else, not for themselves. And I think it's a beautiful time if you're listening to this podcast to be able to break that script, to rewrite the narrative. Mm. And there's, there's no better time than now, you know? And so I think that to get my perspective started on this, I, I know we talked about this concept in episode 182, which is actually going to be my episode suggestion at the end. Mm. And we talked about how the the difference between the narrative of being selfish versus self-focused, which you had said. Mm. And I loved that narrative. And I loved that word choice because I know that the narrative of living someone else's life and the feeling, the pressure, talk about the pressure that it has, Mm. it it honestly like really resonates with this where to be selfish is a bad thing. If you were to live your own life, what would that mean about every, everyone else? How would that, what conflict would arise if you were to do something? Like I remember like I always, whenever we were like going to church or whatever, when I was younger, I like never wanted to wear like whatever was culturally appropriate right and so like same same with you I've had my run-ins with this and it sucks it sucks having to hide those parts of you it sucks having to to interpret messages at a young age when you're underdeveloped that you're not enough as you are that um you know people won't know how to respond in a positive manner to what is so authentically organically you uh, and, and I know that there's very few people that have the courage to kind of stand up against that narrative that we all have, which is, well, I don't want to say we all have, but a lot of us struggle with, which is if I were to be selfish and live a life on my own accord, then people will still love me. Mm-hmm. Then I'll still receive the love, the care, the support, right. That I have right now. And, and, you know, to be fair in many regards, a lot of people have evidence around that, but that doesn't have to be the end state. And I think that that's, what's so exciting about not only pride month, like I personally, I'm all about the rainbows. I'm all about being as an ally. I'm all about supporting the expression of one spirit to the deepest level. And I think that what's really cool about, you know, June in general is that there's a huge focal point on that globally and it stems from that pride so I think that pride in that regard is it connects to the pride that we have where we work it connects to the pride that we have with the family that we're we're creating it connects to the pride that we have in the job the career Mm. that we're pursuing and I was just on a coaching call recently which connects to what you were saying about you know this person has been so misguided to around the belief systems of their family and has made purchasing decisions that have put them into debt and not the good type of debt where it will pay you off later because it was an actual quality investment. The like really expensive car when you can't afford it on credit cards and pursuing potentially the thought pattern of like, well, I I should probably fit that script of my culture 
to go be a lawyer, this, that, whatever has the most status. Mm. And wrestling with the pride of not having that status now and wondering if it is going to be fulfilling to chase a career that never was ever a pull from the heart, never, ever was going to deliver that pride, never, ever was going to bring that fulfillment, that joy, that deep, deep, deep down inside this individual. They desperately crave. They desperately just want someone to say, you know, I believe in you regardless of where you put your vocation. I believe in you and I know you'll be successful because your heart's behind it, because your mind's behind it, because you're applying yourself and you're engaged every single day. So this concept around whose life are you living, I believe it's one that is so important to talk about because not taking a hot moment to kind of stop, pause, reflect, and honor yourself in this journey. I think that we can find ourselves in those midlife, quarter life, you know, three quarter life crises where we're doing all these weird behaviors that don't seem like us, or we end up being on the other end of the compound effect of mental illness or mental health disorders, because there's, there's so much that's going on inside that no one actually recognizes. No one wants you to bring out and maybe channel into your creativity, channel into your art, channel into something that brings you pride, you know? Hey everybody. I just want to take a minute to uh, talk about my experience with the Evolve Venture Society. Um, they are a wonderful group of people who allow you to communicate in an open and honest way. And they're very supportive and full of positive energy. You can ask anyone for help. You can talk to anyone and ask for questions and they're very supportive. And all they do is just help you to become the best version of yourself. And if anything, all I, all I want to do is just learn more from this amazing group of people. And I think that they will help anybody who needs it. And that's the best thing that anybody can ask for. There's a book by Bronnie Ware, and it's called um, The Five Top Regrets of the Dying. Full disclosure, I have not read this book, but I've heard Alan talk about it so much that I basically have read it. Um, <laughs> and one so Bronnie Ware worked in hospice care, basically tending to the needs of people who were dying. That's what you go to hospice for. It's basically like the last, your last resting place before you pass. Mm. And she was talking to all of these people and she started noticing themes in what they were saying. And one of the biggest themes that she had heard time and time again was, I wish I lived a life true to myself. Mm. It was one of the biggest regrets that people had, that they wish they lived a life that was true to themselves, that they were doing what they believed in their heart of hearts was right for them, not based on the opinions of somebody else. And I think the message that I really want everyone to take away from this episode is don't wait until it's a regret. Don't wait until it's too late to where you can't change anything anymore because you're you're at the end of your life. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, easier said than done. Like, believe me, I understand that because I did it and I'm still fighting it every single day not going to events that i'm supposed to quote unquote be going to not showing up to certain things not doing what is expected of me because i know in my heart it is not right for me it's not aligned i don't feel good going there right especially this month so like this time of year 
my family does so many events weddings baby showers baptisms uh graduations cookouts whatever i will not be going and i have made that explicitly clear because I cannot be in alignment with myself and be around people where I have to hide who I am. Where I can't bring my partner because God forbid anybody knows that I'm gay or they actually see it. It's like, oh yeah, whatever, we can conceptualize it, but we're not going to see it. Like, no, I'm not doing that. I will not do that. They don't deserve that. Nobody deserves that. Nobody deserves to have to hide in plain sight. Mm-hmm. Whose life are you living? Are you living life for you? And if not, why not? What is the story you're telling yourself? Is it that it's going to be too painful? Is it that you're not going to be able to make it? That you can't do A, B, or C? I really want everyone to think, what is the story you're telling yourself and where are you rooting it in? I broke from that narrative. I'm now, I can say this with full authenticity, I am living a life that I chose. And it's not always easy, but I'm choosing it. And I'm so much happier. So much happier. Like I, I can't even exp- I can't even explain how aligned and fulfilled I am because I made the hard choice of saying, I know you're gonna be mad at me. I know you're not gonna understand, and I know you're not gonna like me. And that's okay. Because Ooh. I don't ever want to get to the end of my life and say, I wish that I lived my life. That my parents are gone, my family's gone, all of the people that I was so terrified of, they're all gone. And I didn't live the life that I chose. I never want to get to that point. I did it for 20-something years. I will not do it anymore. And so to everybody watching this, everyone listening to this, how can you start making little changes? Because I know completely making a radical change is not possible for everybody like I did. But what are the little things that you can start doing? How can you start actually asking for what you want? Actually doing what you want? Making small little pivots that will eventually allow you to be able to say, I'm living my life and not the life that somebody else assigned to me. Mm. To close this out, I've been speaking with a lot of people pleasers recently. And um, when you're living a life for others, people pleasing, that's kind of very much what the characteristics really show that you're, you struggle to say no to people, you struggle to set boundaries, you struggle to, you know, make your own schedule and keep to it, you struggle to keep the promises you've made to yourself, right? Those are some of the characteristic traits of, of, reoccurring people pleasers and I feel like as a result of the way in which our upbringings traditionally are we have to end up fawning you know Mm. tending to everyone else's needs prior to our own and live a life that is compliant with a culture with a gender gender stereotype with a familial unit with a worldview with the religious beliefs with all the belief systems that we're brought up with and 
to break through that narrative, to replace it, to evolve it, it starts to what Bianca said in the small steps. And so that looks like, you know, those thoughts, those promises that you want to make in your head, keeping those on the smallest level. So like, for example, I want to wake up at 7am instead of 730. If you're breaking those little promises to yourself, that's where you can have some progress. And I'm not saying that's totally for everyone, but I'm saying there's always little opportunities to build kind of one more cookie in your cookie jar for the visual <laughs> learners out there where you can start to live the life that's more on your terms, i.e. more cookies in your jar than it is giving all your cookies away in everyone else's jar, right? Cookies. I love cookies. All I right, love so cookies. Episode suggestion, like I had mentioned, is 182. This is why you should be selfish. If selfishness mm. is something or self-focusedness is something that you struggle with. And if you identify and resonate with Bianca's story, with this ex- this whole expression of this episode, I highly recommend going back to that episode because it will help really focus in on what Bianca and I have both done to really refocus this desire and channel behaviors in alignment with that. Mine is number 158, is your environment helping or hurting you? For anyone listening to this, if you're not surrounded by people who want you to live life for you, if you're surrounded by people that make you feel icky, if you're surrounded by people who just you're you're starting to understand maybe don't have the same values or beliefs or wants or goals that you do and you want to be surrounded by people who want you just for you sign up for um evolve ventures society it's our private facebook group we have over 250 members in there and people are always sharing their stories and they're engaging and it's a really beautiful uplifting group of people where you just get to be yourself and you get to connect and share and really build some solid relationships there's been some really incredible relationships and bonds that have been built in that community and it's been it's been really awesome to see so mm-hmm. if you want to be in a room of like-minded people who truly want what's best for you join evolve venture society the link is in the description mm. and i want to give a shout out to jc in that group because she has been a top contributing member of like just positive vibes and positivity and like just such amazing energy in that group and there's so many other individuals but I believe JC has like had the top contributor level of like all of our community members for the last like three months for the last three months this woman is amazing and so consistent and just such a shining beam of light and i'm so grateful that she's a part of our community and there's so many other individuals not anywhere close in terms of like jc because she is unique and everyone is so unique in that group but we have such tremendous individuals in that community i'm so proud of all of them for what they're going through what they're growing through and what they have the courage and vulnerability to share in that group in their evolving story so shout out to you jc and i'm so excited to see all of our new members that are coming in to see you really benefit from this amazing community Thank you so much, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye, Bye. everyone. We know firsthand how important it is to have a safe space with people who support and celebrate your evolution. 
That's why we created our free live virtual event called Out of the Mud that we host the last Wednesday of every single month, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so that while you venture into new territories of your growth, you can get in a room with others who are too. Extraordinary topics with evolved people. That's what this event is all about. What's great too is that you don't even need to have your camera or mic on. You can just listen in. Click the link in the show notes to register for the next topic to kickstart your growth. Be on the lookout for our IG lives that we host every Friday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is a place where you can connect with us live and in a fun, lighthearted way. We are also in the process of rolling out group coaching and online courses and These are sure to help you evolve into a greater version of yourself. If this episode resonated with you or you heard something you know will help you evolve, please share it with someone you love and care about, team members across the world, or someone who you believe deeply could benefit from joining this discussion. This content is intended for information purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional counseling or psychotherapy medical advice, diagnoses, or treatment, and does not constitute medical or other professional advice. Names and identifiable personal details mentioned in respective podcast episodes and stories may have been changed to protect personal privacy and identity.